This WBEZ podcast is supported by the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Suicide is a topic that hides in the shadows. It's time we talk away the dark, learn how to spot the warning signs for suicide, and how you can have an open, caring, real conversation to help save lives. Visit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention to watch the new short film and learn more at AFSP.org slash talkawaythedark. Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. If you thought Avatar was long, have I got a surprise for you. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and from WBEZ Chicago, this is Reset. Okay, here are some things that you could do in 13 hours. You could walk from Evanston to the Indiana border. You could watch thousands of short TikTok videos. Or you could head to the Gene Siskel Film Center and watch one movie. You heard me right, one movie. In the Siskel's new film series, Settle In, the movies last for hours and hours. And our next guest says they're worth your time. Rebecca Fons is director of programming at the Gene Siskel Film Center and curated the Settle In series. Rebecca, I've got to admit, I didn't even know that there were 13 or 14 hour movies. What inspired the series? Yeah, you know, a, a couple things did. I, I I really like commitment. You know, I really like the idea. Clearly. Of just, yeah, yeah. It's settling in and hunkering down and just sort of focusing your attention on something. Um, and I really also love a big story. I'm actually sort of a bad storyteller. I start, you know, basically on the day I was born and then get to the point, you know, I I go back to the very beginning. So I really like the patience that it takes as a viewer to watch these films, but also the patience that it takes as as a storyteller to tell these films because these filmmakers are thinking about pacing and unfolding narrative in a way different way than if you have an hour and 40 minutes or, you know, even two hours. So these these take their time and, and they earn it. In my opinion, they very much earn that running time. Absolutely. Well, you know, I'd love to hear more about what this event is like, because I'm hearing that you invite folks to bring pillows to the theater. Yeah. Yeah. We had a guy who flew in from New York last weekend to see the film that we showed, which is Out One, which is a French film directed by Jacques Rivette. And he we were, you know, he was coming in. He said, oh, that's my hotel pillow. I came in from New York for this. So, (laughs) yeah. So people brought blankets and pillows and and we're offering a box lunch option that you can buy in advance. But we're also letting people bring outside food and beverage. Um, And people, I mean, this title is called Settle It In. And people were really, really settled in because with a few intermissions, the film, the film on Saturday was uh, 12 hours and 56 minutes. Out one is just under 13, 13 hours. Um, And we did a few intermissions. So it ends up being more like a 14-hour experience with the breaks. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm, I have so many questions <laughs> about how that must have gone. Yeah, it's gone. a logistics. What's the, yeah, the yeah. staffing? Yes. Are, you, are people changing shifts? Absolutely. <laughs> There's like a baton pass halfway through. Okay. Yeah, and, and it's amazing. Our, our tech director, Michael, has this whole process for figuring out when to do the intermissions because we can't do too many because then it do- really does become a longer day. Right. So so out one started at 10 a.m. and really people left around midnight. Um, and the one on, on, on this coming Saturday, uh, January 14th, it's called La Fleur. It's the longest film in the series at 13 hours and 28 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we had to be very conscious and, and thoughtful about the timing of those those intermissions so that it doesn't become a 20 hour experience. <laughs> and, you know, we're offering, you know, stretch, you can get up and move around, bottomless um, uh, coffee and popcorn. So we're trying to make it 
as much a physically uh, a pleasurable experience as it is a mentally and emotionally and culturally uh, pleasurable experience. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad you brought up LaFleur. The director of that film, Mariano Yinas, yes. has talked about the film being a, a statement about what fiction is about. Let's listen. The truth is that fiction, it's, it, it should be a way of freedom. It should be. It, it should liberate us from those morals. They should take us to unexpected places, to places that we have never been. What are your thoughts? Oh, I love that quote. That's so great. The, the word freedom, when you're not kind of, uh, you know, looking at the clock or looking at, at the time that you have, and you just have the freedom to kind of stretch out and spread out. That's such a pleasurable experience. And so as a storyteller, to be able to just say, you know, this isn't about trying to get this all whittled down to a, a kind of prescribed runtime. And 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 he really takes his time. I mean, he's the long, his film, LaFleur, is the longest film in the series. He took his time. All yeah. Right. Yeah. So I really love that. I think I think that that clip that you played really exemplifies the whole program because it is really about the freedom to tell the story you want to tell and the time it takes that it deserves to be told, which is really, really great. I mean, you know, unfurl and settle into the, the narrative, I yeah. think, is, is the whole point. Well, Let's talk about another director. James Cameron was recently interviewed uh, about the Avatar sequel, Mm -hmm. and he had some strong words regarding people who complain about the length. Specifically, he said that people binge watch five episodes of TV all the time, so Mm -hmm. it's the same. So I'm curious, Rebecca, whether you have thoughts on this or if you think that his fellow directors would sympathize with him. Yeah, you know, it's it's you asked about the inspiration for this program and a little bit of it actually came, I think it was back in like August, I binge watched the entire first season of White Lotus in like a day, okay. which I think was something like six hours. And I, and I sort of felt like, you know, that, but I was doing that on my laptop and kind of like walking around and opening up other tabs, you know, while I, so I, I watched it, but I didn't really watch it. I felt like I had sort of missed details. And so I got to thinking about what it would take to commit to sit down and watch something uh, with no breaks, with no interruptions, you know, that with that intent of no breaks and interruptions. So I think that we, we all do that a lot. We all sort of binge watch or I mean, I, I can scroll on my phone and an hour passes and it's sort of like, what am I doing with my life? Mm-hmm. So I think settle in is really asking people to to not be distracted by the runtime, but like to, to feel it and to really, you know, take in every frame, even if it's a two hour film or a three hour and 21 Avatar movie uh, running time or a 13 hour film or a seven hour film, like really kind of you know, taste every bite, I think is the idea. And I, I know sometimes when I binge watch things kind of mindlessly, it's 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 not the same. So we're really saying like, yeah, savor every bite, really enjoy it. Yeah, good way of making the distinction there because I, I know a lot of people are, are thinking this, the pattern with a lot of these films in this uh, series that you've got running, they're sort of broken up into episodes. Mm-hmm. So of course I, I pictured the first question being, well, how is this different from a TV series? Right, right. Yeah, and, and some of the films, as you said, like Decalogue is a 10-hour film um, by Krzysztof Kozlowski, and it was a, a series, it w- but it, it was sort of, he always wanted it to be seen in its entirety. And and because it's such a beautiful cinematic experience, it's meant for the big screen, really. To see it on the big screen and to see it all in one sitting is is sort of as the artist intended. So I think, you know, I think you can 
see these as chapters. You can see these as sort of um, sections, but they're really part of one larger picture, um, which is true for, you know, The Sopranos or for Sex and the City or, you know, whatever the show is. It's meant to be this complete um, um, experience. But to to see it on the big screen with an audience, too, not to be watching it like 2 a.m., you know, on your laptop (laughs) when you're like just one more episode to watch with people is also great because it's also you're sort of like running a marathon with them. So I I think it breaks out of that TV mode a little bit in that it is a, a public experience with lots of other people who are curious to see if they can kind of make it through to the end and and how it feels in hour seven or how it feels in hour 10 uh, to still be there committed and watching together. Well, let's stick with Decalogue for, for a moment. This is about the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. And here is none other than Roger Ebert talking about teaching the film in a class. We found we lost a lot of time trying to match up the films and the commandments. There was not a one-to-one correlation. Some films touch on more than one commandment. Others involve the whole ethical system suggested by the commandments. And for that matter, the Protestant, Jewish, and Catholic versions of the commandments are not in exactly the same order. It doesn't matter because these are not simplistic illustrations of the rules, but stories that involve real people and the complexities of real problems. Quite the description. What do you think? I I think it's great. I I think, you know, there is that sort of um, prescription of like it's set up to kind of have a a connection to the Ten Commandments, but it is not commandment one. Here we go. Here's the here's the narrative, uh, the the cinematic story. of. of, Yeah. Is it clear which commandment each episode is about? It's open to interpretation. And the film is about um, people living in an apartment complex in Poland. um, And and they kind of their lives intersect and intertwine. And there's like seismic things that happen that are really dramatic and huge. And then there are very, very small little nuances that that impact the people as well. So it's 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 biblical sort of in scope and certainly in gravity um, and gravitas, but it's not necessarily a story about the Bible. (laughs) This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. If you're just joining us, I'm speaking with Rebecca Fons, who's director of programming at the Gene Siskel Film Center. And she is talking to us all about a film series at the theater. It's called Settle In. It's got five films that push the limits of length. And the series runs through February 4th. You can catch the next film, La Flore, this Saturday. One thing I noticed, Rebecca, is that all these films are international. Yes, that's right. There are not... Coincidence? um, Maybe a bit of a coincidence. I think I have sort of an international bent when I'm programming, but there aren't that many... Uh, really, really long um, U.S. titles. I mean, we certainly have seen the the, the limits of length pushed with with um, uh, Marvel movies recently and, and Avatar, which we just discussed. But when we're talking like seven plus hours, there aren't that many. So this is a this is a, a prompt. If you make a really long movie in this country, we will show it at the Gene Siskel Film Center. Like we are we are ready, willing, and able. The fact that we're not making them though in in America as long does that say something about? Maybe our attention spans here. Yeah, I think it. there is a fear. I mean, I think there is a fear for audience attention spans. Like everyone wants a little bit of our attention. So I think there's a fear that audiences won't commit and won't won't settle in. But I, I am amazed by this program because it was a bit of a risk. Uh, I was like, you know, this eats up the whole day of a theater. So we would be showing four other showtimes, but we're just showing one. Uh, and the ticket sales are amazing. I mean, Satan Tango, the the uh, Bella Tar film that we're showing at the end of, of January. Yeah, it's it's pre-sales are like, we have like 115 tickets pre-sold and we're a 200 seat theater. Already. We actually lowered the number of tickets available so that there would be a few empty seats so people could could have some space to move around. So I, 
I think people should not fear these runtimes, filmmakers or or audience members. Um, you know, there's lots of conversations about, you know, are people going back to the movies? And it's like, yeah, they're going back to the movies for hours and hours and hours. Yeah. They're not afraid. So I think our attention spans, you know, it's a muscle. And I think if we use it, we really we really can find that we can focus and we can really explore something deeper than yeah, a it, moment. It's such a great challenge too. And I think this comes at the right time being at the start of a new year. Yeah. We're all trying to figure out new things to do, fresh starts. And this, this is, this is something cool. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's definitely a, a new year's resolution. I mean, yeah, you could, you could like run a marathon. Spending or, more time with yourself yeah, too. Like go exactly. see these films like alone, like yeah. Don't bring a friend because yeah. there's no time to talk. And I think watch. A, a lot of people, based on just ticket sales and, and looking at seeing who's coming, a lot of people are coming alone. They're, and, you know, when it's cold, you only have to leave your house once and then you get to go home. It's nice and warm in the theater. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> well, you, you talked about uh, Satan Tango, uh, lots of other directors, including Martin Scorsese, heaping praise on oh, this, yeah. this film and, and the director. What do people love about it? Well, it's visually stunning. It's in black and white. Um, Bellatar is a really his eye is is unique and unmatched um and it's a film that sort of takes you somewhere that is unseen otherwise i mean even in his own films um he has films the, the turn horse is another one of his films it's even separate from his filmography it just feels incredible it feels like this kind of world that you've been invited to um so even at you know just over seven hours you you crave more you kind of live there you, mm. he takes you to live with him um and it's really sort of spectacular and just beautiful the black and white was recently restored and so it just looks so so gorgeous yeah. on, on the big screen um and that's well, the most popular programs uh, film in the program so far Let's briefly hear from Bellatar himself. All of our movies is talking about the human dignity. If you're looking for a key for this movies, surely this is the key. That's great. Yeah, so good to hear from him. So I'm curious from you, Rebecca, about the, the experience of, of watching something for seven hours or 10 hours or 13 hours. Mm -hmm. What does that do to your sense of time? Yeah, you know, sometimes I'll go see a movie during the day and I come out and the sun will still be up, you know, and it kind of like I think everybody's had that experience where you like go see a movie and you're like, oh, it's still daytime. OK, because like, you have to kind of like reset yourself. Right. So I think seeing a, a really long film or going into a cinema and doing like a double feature or a triple feature, um, which I know many people, cinephiles do it. it you do get to kind of like get away from yourself. You said spend more time with yourself, but you also get to kind of like leave yeah. yourself a little bit. Right. So I think it's an experience that um, can be a little bit disorienting, but in a really resetty kind of way. You and know? here's 20 seconds I'm going to give you oh. for a final pitch for people who are listening to us and they're still on the fence. Yes. Why should they do these epically long movies? Um, I think it's a cinephile challenge. If you love cinema, going to see something that is very long, uh, that takes your, your attention, uh, is a feather in your cap if you can do it. You probably won't have this opportunity again. Um, someone flew from New York to see the film last week. So I think if you want to do it, now's the time. Um, and our our projection is amazing. Our sound is great. And our popcorn's really good. So like, we're going to take really good care of you. Don't don't worry. Don't be afraid. Just come. Love it. Rebecca Fons is director of programming at the Gene Siskel Film Center. The Settle In film series runs through February 4th. Thank you so much. Thank you. This 
episode of Reset was produced and edited by Andrew Merriweather. Get more arts and culture stories in your podcast feed every day of the week by subscribing to Reset. And when you do, leave us a rating and share our show with someone that you think would like it. That's all for Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We'll have another episode for you tomorrow. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.